the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. We are back. We took our long break. We've explored and conquered new civilizations, maybe? I don't nothing. know. Absolutely nothing. Uh, all right. Well, we're just the same, folks. It's me, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria, Eric Silverman, and of course, the always busy Bridget McDowell. So um, we, we actually fight and destroy the explorers and the conquerors, in fact. Right. You know, we, do, we try. We try, you know, not successful every time, but yeah. Regardless, you no, know, we're we're here. All of us have a lot of stuff going on, which is which is good, but also like, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I'm I'm breaking news, um, um, for people who don't listen to the fifty five one. I am the assistant coach for Como Girls FC. So hey, Woo-hoo. news to me. So that means Congrats. I'm extra means- busy. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, will it surprise listeners that we have lives outside of the podcast? I, yeah, I don't know. Right. You know, so, Crazy. yeah. So it's my fault the podcast didn't get out last, last week, but that's okay. You know, we'll just it's do okay. a double dose. Don't worry about it. Um, um, so let's get into just toxism latest thing, which was, you know, the loons actually played the Austins or the Verdes. And the it Austin. was I like the Austins. The Austins. I like the Austins better. <laughs> I think so. I agree. The Austins. We play the Austins. And honestly, like I was really looking forward to this game just because we've talked about how tight the West is. But I've always felt that Austin, we've always played well with Austin. Like I think the way that we attack and the way that we deal with. And the fact that now that we find ourselves as a, as a transition team, um, more and more really makes us, uh, you know, a, a good, a good, good attacking versus uh, Austin. And overall, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like we control the majority of this game. Um, we had the possession. Austin didn't look like the what are they, 48 points or. Um, yeah, second yeah. place. So. Yeah, like, like, a, like a good second place team. I think that honestly, that second place spot is, um, you know, it's up for grabs. I think no one's really going to catch LAFC. Even when they lose, they still qualify for, for, for right. the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. Forty eight points. Yeah, they got they got slammed yesterday, and there's they clinched it just uh, right. by showing up. So I mean, <laughs> you know. The new, the new acquired, uh, my new acquired uh, stepson team, right? Because my stepdad got rehired in the MLS. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But apparently, they did, they they did they did a number on LAFC, and LAFC hmm. had a, a game in the middle of the week. So I, I don't think score. they were really, you know, went to in, in too much into that or didn't really care. But yeah, like you know, the 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 positions are up for grab. You know, we've always talked about fourth place being the place that 
we want this team to be at every season, right? You know, be in the top four to be able to um, have a home playoff game. And then from then, you know, it's, it's, it's playing craps, man. Just roll the die. Hopefully you got a 20 sided die. So you get like 18 and you can just move on right up to the next. <laughs> but, but no, no, I thought, you know, we control the game a lot. I thought um, there were very similar situations where like we had a good, um, attacking uh, mentality, um, but but it got chippy. I mean, literally yes, like a minute into, like a minute or a couple minutes into it, like I forgot who it was, but someone literally did the one chope on on Amarilla, like they they side gut punched him, and he went down and he had to be looked at. And I was like, wow, I was like that didn't didn't look too hot. But after that, you know, um, I was uh, West. Dime was sitting with us and, and little homie Emil was too. Um, it was like we were trying to figure out who it was. And then I think Kervin Ariaga just ran over somebody. And we're like, mm. oh, that's it. That must Dawn. have been it. <laughs> and, but, yeah, you know, it got it got chippy. I think uh, I think you know Austin's is trying to set that mentality that uh, you know they're trying to shed the the expansion team mantra that they that they still have right um and i I mean they got great they got good attacking players but i just thought that you know we did a really good job of just covering uh dj taylor started and dj i don't know like dj did a great job because he was playing um he was playing left back i believe right and i think uh mr benitez um was playing right back and and he did a really good job um, just being able to contain, but also be part of the offense in some sort of sense. Um, and so that really solidified like a defense that's kind of been missing in a sense, right? You know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and it was good to be able to get boxy. I mean, anyone that comes up to boxy or messes with boxy, it's just, I swear, we, we need a pay per view with like, my God! Choose your MLS player, right? You know, and then you just put them in an going, octagon uh, and trying to figure out what happens next. You know, I mean, that's going a toe to toe with uh, who was it, Rudy? Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. Who's like a foot shorter than Boxy, and Boxy just stands over him. It was like the one that went viral a few years ago. What's his name? Who just joined? Um, no, Matt just Miaz- came back. Yeah. 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 The one who just came back. So um, I had flashbacks to that as he stood up to. Yeah, I, I love thing, it but... when anyone stands up to him just because it's like, he's always got this look. It's like, what is he thinking? Like, what is he going to do? Yep. It just walks exactly. away from the situation. But no, it was like, it was, it was a physical match in a sense. There were hey. lots of fouls. Um, I think there are uh, a couple elbows being thrown. People get hit in the face. Bongi got beat up a couple of times. But the majority Reynoso of this game, got beat up by Ethan Finley of all people. Yeah, I know. Drama, uh, so uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about that when we get there. But just overall, I thought it was, it was one of those games that you don't really see the other team being that much of a threat. Right. And so that's when, like, you started thinking. I was like, "Well, is Austin for real then?" Because like they should totally. Um, they should totally be, you know, 
be really being competitive, but it was a very good open open game at times. But the majority of the possession was up was us. I mean, and I think well, the, yeah. I mean, percentage wise, it was Austin. Yeah, but but yeah, they they weren't necessarily doing much with it, and it was no. all it was all turnovers. Um, and I mean, into the I think it was like start of the second half. It kind of felt like one of those where. Um, you know, someone to get the ball and, and the guys would just be like, Oh, he got it this time. Okay. I'll lay back and, uh, we'll see where it goes. And it kind of went that way on, on both squads. Um, so it was, it got extra chippy at that point because everyone's just trying to, uh, snag the ball back when they, you know, couldn't get it from, can't get the open ball. So you just get on top of a guy who has it. Um, yeah, it, it got physical. I mean, see, we had the, the one most conservative official in the league, Alan Chapman as center ref kind of let some things go, but, um, also did not put up with any BS, which was a nice change from last week when, the official just really lost control of the game. Right. So he did a good job of just letting them play it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, then we have, you know, two goals scored off of penalty kicks, but. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me about the the first one. How does the Serenosa one happen? Well, I mean, uh, we, we've known how Mr. Uh, Mr. Ethan Finley gets a, gets, gets a foul or, or draws penalties or creates penalties. Yeah. <laughs> we've been, we've witnessed that he usually does something dumb and he literally just like, Ran over Reynoso. Oh, this is the one you were referring to earlier, Bridget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he went in kind of shoulder to shoulder to knock him off the ball, and he just decided to throw a little extra into it. And and um, as he typically does. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and and I don't think he so much wouldn't have actually knocked Reynoso off the ball. Reynoso just Reynoso went for it and went down. right inside the 18 so penalty uh mm-hmm. ethan's shaking his head the whole time uh looked a little flustered the rest of the night but uh yeah yeah rain also converts it wasn't a good, yeah it wasn't a good night for a lot of the austin players that's where a lot of the uh-huh. frustration came from they weren't you know ethan finley wasn't the deep threat on the wings that people were asking to to be um i think um Overall, like for me, the most impressive thing was not only DJ Taylor, but uh, this was probably defensively one of the better, the best game that Alan Benitez has played. I think, yes. and that was to me saying a lot because there were a couple of chances where he gave the ball away in our, in our defensive third, but overall he was much better positioned and had several opportunities to to put a ball in and and score. Uh, but overall, like. Um, Brad had to had had some of those spells ready, but not all of them. Um, I think, you know, um, a coach probably talked to him, right? Because that's probably that's been the criticism is like, dude, you're not Roberto Carlos, you're not Donny Alves, you got to play some defense now and then. (laughs) I mean, I think it, yeah, and I think it helped that he had, you know, the usual guys alongside him. I mean, Boxy plus Debassi. Um, and then Taylor is a little bit more comfortable on the left-hand side with, with Boxy in there too. So, um, I think they balanced it out pretty well. Um, 
Yeah. So the- yeah, he, they all kind of, you know, one thing I really liked about this one is they, they all played a little bit of offense and they all played a bit of defense. We saw Benny says going forward a lot and then Reynoso and Fraga were doing just as much defense as they were um, doing the attacking runs. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And how, how about like this? Benitez, uh, oh, good. No, I said Benitez is fast. Like I've never seen. Yes, he's like, fast. He he's that fast. run in the second half. Yeah, he just like run. took off and left like one defender's falling off like left and right. <laughs> I know it's like it's like that Nuts. scene in like the Flash. Like when if you watch the Flash TV series, where he just takes off and like his hands are moving, and he's just, like, "How do you know he was that fast?" I was like, "Holy cow, he's fast." But I, you know, let's talk to you know. Um, the only score that Austin was was a penalty kick, literally an extra time, of the first mm-hmm. half, and that's where like you know DJ Taylor gets beat. He tries to focus, and as the uh, player tries to uh, cross the ball, he slides with his arm kind of hanging back, and then it hits his arm, and it's a PK. And literally, that was the only time, you know, Rusi scores, so he's got you know the golden boot. Winner at this moment with 18 goals, blows kisses and ears at the fans, and we screamed and yelled at him. But overall, after that, it was just, you know, old. Yeah. I think the best thing, though, was just how like Austin kept trying to play out the back, and they're not really good at doing that. <laughs> and, and, and that 62 minute where like we have uh, Brad trying to get the ball out and passing it back and forth because we are pressing. And then Fragapani just steps in and just takes the ball out and then chips the keeper. I I, I don't think, no, like the, the goal was great, but I, I, I don't think, I think to me, this is the first time we've had like a cel- goal celebration, like actually have like jump into, not jump into the stands, but into that air barrier. Over area. the wall, yeah. yeah. Over the yeah. wall, because like, I saw it and I was like, holy cow. I was like, he's in the wall. Are they coming up? I was like, I was like, because it was all of them. And I think that was awesome. Um, that's a I love hustle plays. That's probably yeah. one of my things. And that was a great and one. They were they were pressing and trying to force that the entire game. There were quite a few times and um even in the first half where uh Stuber's Stuver's trying to, uh, you know, set up for a for a goal kick and a long ball, and and you have Almeria and Fragapane, and I think Reynoso a few times standing right in front of him, you know, trying to trying to pressure, trying to throw him off a little bit, um, and yeah, it, it paid off. Fragapane kept doing that, got right in there, Ray by his side, and. Um, yeah, it came off, walked the ball right into the goal and and two one up with 30 some minutes to play. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, how about like that last those last 20 minutes? How did that go down? Because obviously, spoiler, they they hold the lead. Um, was there any threat from either of those two, like the last 20 or so? Or did everybody just kind of just say, OK, we're. <laughs> bunker situation was, i mean it was a typical heath bunker or you gotta yeah, tell me yeah it was. so he did he did end up using all five subs or at least at least four but i think it was five i have to check again but mm-hmm. um that's yeah good. that's acceptable yeah. i mean but then you pull he pulls out reynoso amaria and fragapane Hmm. All, you know, with, they came out at different times, but it, 
like the last 20 minutes they were sitting on the bench together um, and did not look happy at all mm. because they, they'd been pressuring the whole time. And yeah. I had, there really wasn't much reason to bunker when you have, you know, all the chances of scoring another goal. Yeah. Get a security put, goal put it in there. away. Exactly. Yeah. But um, he brings in uh, Rosales and Trap. Um, Trap, first time back from the ham- hamstring injury. I think this was first time on the bench as well. Um, so they come in. Uh, you know, Trap takes over right away. Does his vocal captain thing, trying to trying to hold down the midfield. Um, the last like five minutes though. It was all Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some scary moments from the subs who had, it's like Rosales didn't check the clock when he came in, but you know, like four minutes of added time. Um, and Austin had a couple of decent plays and Minnesota got the turnover and Rosales took it. And instead of, wasting time like they were gonna the whistle should have blown in like the next 30 seconds instead of wasting time he took a ball down and then just booted it toward goal like he's going for a for a buzzer beater when you're down a goal um they took it on the run again and had a one of their better chances of the night for austin so um that was a scary moment. He had uh, Benitez yelling at him. I guess um, a couple of the other guys were yelling at him after after the game, to telling him, "Hey, you need to you know check the time and uh, and not just boot it into their half for them to counter." Um, so it could have been it could have been ugly the way that they played it the last like five ten minutes. Yeah, but it was. They, it was crazy. They did, they did pretty well to to hold on to it, and they defended some weird. I mean, it was it was like all Austin corner kicks and and free kicks. Right. You know, the last the last like twenty minutes, it was one after the other, and um, you know, it all it would have taken was one kind of weird bounce for yep. for and, an equalizer, and, and thankfully it didn't happen, but. Yeah. Uh, seems like they neglected to to bring their favorite shooting boots, maybe, and just couldn't <laughs> quite get them off. But um, again, going back to the defense, I mean, Boxy was in there, kind of disrupting those, and and a lot of those guys just couldn't get a good finish on it because they've got two or three guys on top of them, kind of trying to throw them off the ball. So right. um, they were they were the disruptors in the final third, and and it paid off, thankfully. Yeah. I also thought that Ariaga, it was usually like Boxy, the uh, Bossy, and Ariaga, and sometimes Lewis just clearing the balls from from the headers and the, and and the headers. Yeah, Lude had some Lude had some big ones. He was fairly quiet all game, but he'd pop up, you know, kind of in traffic there and just yeah, just picking pockets and. Mm-hmm run it out you know, so. I, I think for him this season like he's unlocked another um skill in the aspect of it because he's so physical and he's when he's on the ball and he's so yes. hard to take down like i yep. saw so many of the austin players when he had the ball just try to take him down and it's just like you know he's got that low center gravity position and you know he's moving his legs and you know, making making himself big so he's hard to take mm-hmm. down but 
man, that man can cause some damage too. Just like you know, overall, just being physical. But I, to be honest, like I understand like Reynoso being like the most valuable player. But to me, like seriously, if we don't have Lud, we don't have a lot of the opportunities that's happened right. to Reynoso. As that's what um, David Goss was talking about that recently on Extra Time. He he said, yeah, Reynoso gets the shine and the credit, but if it was his opinion, yeah. he thinks Lud is kind of the glue holding the thing together. Yeah, and it is. I mean, and it he's, is. he's the one kind of piecing those things together at the back we talk about how the midfield kind of dissipates and you can't figure out how to get the ball from the defense to the offense but Lude has been you know the one guy who can really make that click yep. and uh kind of bring the two of them together so otherwise i don't think Reynoso has that connection to get the ball no and do the things he does no and and, and it's it's really interesting just because like this is the first time like when we came to substitution that I've seen so many midfielders come in. <laughs> and to be able to say we have that many midfielders, I was like, right? you know, it was Rosales. And there, and there were more of them sitting on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> we had Rosales come in. We had Jogo come in. I mean. Yeah, Jogo got, what, 90 seconds. Yeah, last, but uh, I mean. I mean, it was, it was good for him to get a run out, though. I, I did like that. And so, like, it's, you know, I, it made me happier that we were using midfielders than, let's say, bringing Coleman, right? Because then that just right. scares me. That's, yeah. Because yes. that means you're we truly used all of the, the subs, bus. and not one of them was named Brent Coleman. So, or that was, yeah, or Delotti. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a pretty I mean, big win. Three points. Yeah, no. Um, and keeps we got to see the there. other Colombian. We got to see the Colombian, the, 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 um, the Potasso 2.0, you know. The, oh yeah. The um, uh, Mender car, yeah. He was he was able to get some time, and I swear to God, like a lot of people are are, are like, oh my God, he looks so great. And I was like, how do you miss Bongi on the other side <laughs> on right. a two v one on a two v two? Because like, how do you miss Bongi? I was like, that that was my thing. I was like. I'm very critical in the sense it's like, great, you can do a two one on one. Good, you got speed. Great, you can do that. But if you can't find your open player in a better position coming from the right. back post, I was like, I don't, I, that's just like, you know, that's like disappointment in a sense. Like, and I'm not trying to say that he's horrible, you know, but I mean, it was what his like third touch of, yeah, of the game. No, so, <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so I'm, sh- I'm harsh, I'm harsh, but like, you should be able to point out. Hopefully, I mean, yeah, hopefully if he's brought in earlier, he can have kind of that composure. I mean, he was thrown in at kind of an odd time where it's all just back and forth and they're just trying to pour shots on and find a goal. So um, I'll I'll give him a pass on that one. But yeah, I was just going to do some. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish finish your thought. uh, If I mean, if he can get in and spend a little bit more time with that, um, with that particular front three. Uh, I think he'll he'll do okay. It's it's going to take a little time. I was just going to say for for myself that you know I've been disconnected for about two weeks, no complaints. It's actually been really nice. Um, and and maybe any other listeners, um, these are two new additions to the roster that have happened over the past couple of weeks, right? Um, the one guy, uh, Jonathan Gonzalez, that's his name, right? I, I remember because yeah. back in back in the day, he was it was like. His was the, the big story of, is he going to go play for the U.S.? Is he going to play for Mexico? Mexico, mm-hmm. U.S., U.S., Mexico. And he went to he Mexico. He still looks like a young kid. He still looks like he's 16 years old. He does, yeah. 
And the other one, what's his name again? The Colombiano, Rodrigo? Uh, is it Mender Garcia? Yep. Sure, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's so Mender these, Garcia. These his, he's wearing Mender G on his shirt. Mender G. Mender G. Okay. Okay. We were trying to come up with songs on the whole thing. But I, I wanted I wanted to point out just a couple of more things. Like I think I think what we saw out there should be this 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 lineup, it should be our starting lineup. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think DJ Taylor on one side, uh Benitez has earned at least a couple more tries on that side, but knowing that we have we can give Lawrence a break, we can give we have O'Neill Fisher, you know, who's still on there, and we still have Metanero needs to get to it. I think that's that's good. I think you know, having to have more field, more refills, Jogo, and all the other stuff. I mean, like the transfer window for us this this like it wasn't big splash, but it was good in a sense. Like, I mean, the biggest pickup Ariaga, right? I mean, seriously, that kid has is, is talented and he's meaningful and. He's scary. Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we have too many wannabe Super Saiyans on, on, the, on the team, on the pitch. Everyone with a golden hair trying to get into that Super Saiyan mode. It's a Dragon Ball reference if anyone. People were asking me about this. Like, what do you mean by it? It's like, you don't watch Dragon Ball. Oh. So you got to watch Dragon Ball. You don't, watch Dragon Ball you, you don't get the Super Saiyan. Go ahead. What, what, what's, what's your take on the uh, Benitez tattoo game? I haven't seen them all. Pretty you know? impressive. There's, but but there's there are some good jazz. There's yep. a lot to look at. Yep. Yep. I feel that that Benitez is like is like let's say you get into you get into a scramble or a fight with someone, right? Or like a push front, and then the guy's pushing. He's the guy that comes out of nowhere and just throws a kick, right? He runs at you and throws a kick. That's the kind of guy that you want on your on like your WWE side. drop kick style. Yeah, just this out of nowhere, <laughs> boom. You're like, wait, what? And then you know it's on. And then you guys just you, you can't back out, so you just go. Because he looks, he looks angry every time he has the ball. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like channeling his therapy into the ball and just running and trying to do something. It's like, so like that's impressive. His defensive, the first couple of games was horrible, but this probably was his better game. And then we'll see what that is like as we play, you know, the LAFCs or when we go into closer to the end. I mean, we're in a position where, where we five? No, we're like eight points, right? Five or six points. Because we're at 44. What's the question? How many points are we away from, like, let's say, people who are chasing us? I think it's like at least five, six points. So, okay. So, LAFC is gone, 57. Austin at 48. 48. Dallas, 42. We're right behind them, 41. Dallas plays today, by the way. Um, Salt Lake, just a win behind us, 38. And then 34 Galaxy, 34 Vancouver. So there's yeah, a little so bit of a spread there. There's a little, there's a little bit of, of, of breathing room in that sense. Yep. Yeah. Beating Austin was probably one of the biggest um, accomplishments so far this season. I think mm-hmm. just because of where they are ranked and where we where we stand on the whole thing. And you always want to test yourself on the teams that supposedly are better. And to be honest, you know, it's like I don't, I don't see. Uh, Austin being as good as we are uh, currently as, as this, at this current form. This is the current form that we are for now on. We are going to be a tough team to beat on a counter, specifically when you have a Lud who can snuff out some other plays, but also is so great on the ball and just able to distribute the ball up, which then leaves 
Reynoso to to fulfilly, and Reynoso now understands uh, more what Fragapane and Bongi's roles will be. Right, just mm-hmm. start running, right, get them the ball, spread that field, so he has yeah. all that open area. I mean, he took Reynoso took a couple shots of his own, but most of them were were you know sending them in for Fragapane and and for Anaria, a couple to Bongi as well. That but the Bongi and Ray kind of work together to, to get the balls up to, to Luis and Franco. But um, yeah, I think that's coming together much better. He doesn't have to be the guy who's making all the runs and, and doing everything. Right. And that that's a huge help. Yeah. Um, Cause, that cause... said, I mean, they need to work on the finishing because the, the, it could have been a four or five one. Game. I still can't believe that Reynoso <laughs> missed that six yarder right? sitter. <laughs> That we'll would have been, bit, that would have been the, the assist for DJ Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, you know, I was just going to bring in some of the other MLS ones to to kind of show how we got to where we are right now. Uh, briefly, Rodrigo, I'll give you space for for Lucci at the end here. Uh, Friday, big big uh, goal scoring match here, three three tie, Galaxy and Sounders, and big narrative there. Both Chicharito and Rui Diaz score on opposite sides, by the way, but. Pui makes his makes his debut. I think I believe that's how he say, say it, right? Catalan Ricky? Pui, Pui. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that was that was like the big thing. I, he didn't get a full. I, we got like what twenty minutes or something like that. But it's still pretty cool. Um. Pretty big signing there. Um. Montreal four nil over New England. Big result. Uh, even bigger result. DC hosts Philadelphia and Philadelphia just curb stomp them six nil. Oh. Brutal. The, you're gonna talk about the history that was made with the Montreal game. Uh, probably not. So go ahead. <laughs> um, who's uh, Kai Kamara scored his 135th goal, I think, right? Sure, nice. <laughs> I don't know how you get all this stuff, man. I, <laughs> I'm just here. I mean, I mean, that's 135 goals, you know, it's 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 nothing to laugh at. Apparently, no, no, he can only score big. for other teams, not us, right? But... <laughs> as, yeah, that, that's, as that's it goes, funny. yeah. Um, I have here's a funny note from uh, DC and and Philly. Oh my God! Uh, Please, so, how's Sarah doing? That's what I. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we talked. She was she was at the stadium, and we talked on her way home from the stadium. Um, I guess after the game, uh, you know, Rooney was asked to you know, how he felt about their performance and, and if he had, if he wanted to make any comments. Um, and he said that uh, actually the, the referee tonight was the best player on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's even funnier if you know that the referee <laughs> was Ted uncle. Oh. <laughs> so, um, and, and I guess everyone in that presser started laughing and he goes, I'm, I am not trying to make a joke. I seriously think that the referee was the best person on the pitch tonight. Uh, so he is um, really, you know, really excited for Christian Benteke to finally uh, fully show up and be ready to go out on the field and, um, and whoever else he can pick up who he knows he can, uh, he can trust to put in 90 minutes or at least, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes. Um, to help turn things around, but uh, yeah, yeah, things things are heating up over there. 
So well, let, let's do this one for Rodrigo. There are a bunch of other ties and Inter get Miami gets a win, blah, blah. But let's do this. I know he wants to go here. So San Jose over LAFC, two to one, big win. I mean, you, you already alluded to this, that it doesn't really change anything in terms of LAFC's trajectory. Um, but Lucy Gonzalez, take it away, Rodrigo. This is yours. My stepdad comes back to the MLS. I am extremely ecstatic. Uh, I'm sad, though, because like Marco Lopez got traded out to some team in Europe, um, and he was the only Peruvian that was playing on San Jose. Um, but good for him. Lucci brings brings balance to the Peruvians in the MLS. That's why. I <laughs> so I'm glad he's, you know, and I think and I think Lucci is a smart guy. And he wouldn't take a position not knowing that the administrative side of it is going to give him what he wants. And I'm excited because San Jose might be able to see, I want to still just a bunch of their players, you know, mm-hmm. like. When a team comes in, usually they try to clean house. And I don't know what the what Mbobisi and the rest of them will be what they will be. But like if we're trying to stack up, you know, if we're trying to look for quality players, that I don't see why not. You know, just try to, you know, dig at them and, and try to figure it out. I mean, who knows how Jogo will turn out for us, right? And um, but we need more depth in that area. They have they have one good center defensive mid that sort of played, you know, center back <laughs> for an Argentinian coach um, who could be useful. They have a forward. At least they have two forwards that are that are pretty decent. We would always need forwards, which is currently, you know, Danlati is just the water boy at this point. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Mendere Garcia we'll get some chances. So we only have Luis Samaria and we don't have none of our youngers. There are those loons yet um, in that area where they can actually be that, you know, I would, you know, you guys know I'm a Patrick Weah fan. So I just throw that dude, I just throw him in there, but that's just because that's the way I uh, just try new things. But yeah, I mean, like we need death that and we also need defensive help. And I think that's, you know, don't know what Lucci's going to do, but I'm excited to see what he's going to do because this guy always has a plan. So I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy for San Jose fans. Uh, I want to know what Wando is going to do now. Um, mm. What Wando's role will be because I know Lucci is probably going to lean into because I know he's he's I, I know Wando's in the background area. He might be doing some scouting. He might be doing some mentoring. This might be the door open for him to be able to you know proceed quicker and 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 being more of just you know uh, a legend for the club. Well, how excited are you for the uh, the fashion style back in the MLS too, Rodrigo? He's gonna. He's oh gonna yeah, go. he, he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Tweet There's a higher the level of competition now with some of these new coaches, though. Too, oh yeah, but I mean, no, he's, he's, no. He's, Lucci he's said, gonna bring Lucci it. is a standard. Lucci he's gonna is bring a standard. <laughs> I can't wait. The, the scarves wait. are coming back. It'll just, yeah. just be like a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't not only the scarves, but like there were some people at the MLS Skills Challenge that were wearing like. Um, like their sweaters over their over their shoulders, right? Like, and I was like, "What are they doing? You can't you can't pull it off. It doesn't look good on mm-hmm. you guys, right?" Mm-hmm. And like, Lucci's gonna come in with his cardigan, and he's gonna come in just. Uh, I can't I can't wait. <laughs> I, I honestly can't wait. If we play them, I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring as much 
Peruvian gear to be able to see if he can he, he can come over to the bench, but we'll see. Peruvian Peruvian preppy energy. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. It's like I I couldn't get to the I couldn't get to the MLS All Star game, so you know, because that thing was popular. But you know, it was it was nice. I saw a lot of Peruvian jerseys in in the MLS Skill Challenge, so that was nice to be able to see. Um, saw this little kid with one that was kind of like a throwback because he had. Um, he had uh, an old number 10 um, with the 1970 slash. And I was like, hey, that's good taste. Yep. And then the dad just kind of looked at me and he smiled and he's like, yeah, he understood. I was like, yeah. So, so no. Yeah. Lucci well, is good. It's good for the MLS. You mentioned that. Uh, we'll, we'll finish with Aurora, but let, let's talk briefly about the USMNT kit leak and all the weirdness around that since you kind of started talking about jerseys. Any opinions? Do you really care? I mean, whatever. It's I have no real real opinion on it. it it's not exciting, but it's not terrible. The blue kit looks kind of cool. I kind of dig the away kit, but uh, thoughts? It, it, I know it was like a thing people were talking about, so I'll throw it out there. I don't bike. I don't. I rarely buy any kits from MLS. Like if I was gonna buy two kits, it was probably gonna be a DC United kit because that's we talked about how that's what started for me, but it all came about because like the world cup kits are dropping and yeah, they're just I like, know. Oh, this is so underwhelming. And I'm just I mean, like, it, what did it, you expect? It is right. Right. <laughs> I mean, look at, we've had this conversation with every single kit drop this yep. season, pretty much. Uh, Nike's going to use a template. Um, Although it's Brazil, not the worst pulled, one we've seen. Brazil pulled some shit off though. Like their stuff is dope. Have you guys seen theirs for the cuff? No. So the the home just it, just the regular Canaria, the Verde Amarelo. It's got um like soft in the background. Um, uh, what do you call it? like jaguar spots? Pretty dope. And then the, oh. and then and then uh, yeah, and then the traditional blue away has yellow jaguar sleeves. What do you mean by Pretty, jaguar sleeves? Like, like, like the sleeves turn black, like the face of a jaguar? Black, black and yellow spots on the blue. Ah, oh, nice! Wow, it's really? Pretty, it's black it's and pretty yellow awesome. Spots and a blue yeah, we'll we'll take a break and you you can pull it up. It's pretty awesome. Okay. So yeah, yeah so no. they're like subtle in the background on the regular one, and then they pop on the blue. Look, did you did you guys ever uh, check out the TC Soul? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the kits that they leaked out. No, the kits that they had for their t- for their uh, soccer tournament or their soccer season, or their info- man, there's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. some of them are really good, but you, they look great. The there was this green and black, green and white one. No, no, sorry, green and yellow, like totally reminds you uh, of uh, you know the the kids that come out of uh, cut out Africa, and it's totally like yep. yeah, just beautiful. And I was like, and I saw it live, and I was like. I went Those are usually the, the coaches. big winners. The African yeah. teams get really cool stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I love that kit, man. And then yep. like, and then someone told me they were like, oh, he's like, uh, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That kit does help design it. And I was like, he picked out the colors. I was like, oh yeah, you did. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to. And like he went out to this whole spiel. It's like I wanted to be able to, you know, do something. And I was like, man. By the way, CC Soul still has those up for sale, so I might actually buy a couple. That's, yeah, I couldn't decide which one I wanted, so I hadn't 
bought one, but I might just have to get. Yeah, two. I'm just gonna have to do it. I mean, I'm gonna buy the Como one because it's Como, and right. I, I need more Como gear. So uh, mm-hmm. apparently now I only have one T-shirt that's Como, and now I have to change that because you know assistant coach can be wearing the same <laughs> T-shirt every day, and I'm, you know. Uh, let's wrap up with some Aurora news. Um, I don't know which one we want to hit first, but I know Coach. I uh, can't think of her name right now. I know it's Nicole Lukic. Thank you, Lukic. Uh, returning, pretty big news. Um, Ad- Addie Simmons gets goal of the year for the entire league on that. God, was, was... It was in the final, right? She yeah. had a couple that yeah. were spectacular. It's, 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 yeah. but that, that's school also like <laughs> written all over. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you, you see that on a World Cup stage oh, type of goal. That's like World Cup right. quality goal. But I remember too, in, in one of the, was it the quarterfinal or like, one of the, one of the ones in the when it got down yeah. to playoffs, she had a sick blast as well. Yeah, that that bending shot yep. to the fair post. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty awesome. Um, and then when we, I was clarifying with my colleagues here about Morgan Turner, who went to Portugal and is playing for Torrense. I think that's how we're going to pronounce it. Which I which I figured out was a um, a uh, district just outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a district outside of of Lisboa, outside of Lisbon, Torrense. Oh, pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think but, technically, I mean, once upon a time, it was probably its own city, but I think Lisbon has just grown into it. Yeah, but I, I think this, I think this is the awesome thing about this whole thing, right? Is like the fact that this first year for Aurora, they're able to place team players, you know, give them that that leap into you know into being able to play professionally Girl. somewhere else yeah. right mm-hmm. i mean you you look at you look at turner i'm pretty sure some other players will be announcing some other moves you look at sarah fuller going to the wave to work under joe ellis mm-hmm. i mean dude that's like huge that's like mm-hmm. what and this is just the first inaugural season like it sets the bar bar pretty high in a sense of like development in that type of sense and i think i missed that last thing can you repeat that again who went to the wave sarah fuller was posting on twitter and if you were part of um um of the cooligan show um like she crashed the show because she was hosting the the concert that was happening over to alliance and um was good had celebrated a lot um and forgot their cell phone in the limo and so, and so they 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 crashed they crashed the Cooligan show, just because they were style. like they were they were like they were like oh yeah I, I'm waiting for my phone to get back. So they brought her on stage and she started talking about you know started making wave notions oh, right. And then okay. she mentioned that she's going to go you know she's going to be doing something with the wave and we she's not from what I know she's not playing but I believe they are going to be working with the organization she- so working on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So she's gonna essentially be like shadowing Jill Ellis, um, who is head coach out there. Uh, not head coach, sorry, but um, manager, whatever title they're using. Um, yeah, it's it's not official yet, but she's been like posting hints everywhere. Yeah. Of course, over over All Star, you got the uh, the uh, uncensored um, version of her announcement. So. Uh, so, so this would be not so much a playing role, but like on the on the back end, right? Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah okay. she's done. She's probably done playing, or at least for now. But, but yeah, shadowing 
you know, for her business, uh, sport and business management. Yeah. Um, interesting in that role she's, rather than she, whatever she does learning, she's going to be great at that. I think just exactly. Overall. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about, but like, there are other little things too. It's like, I don't know, like, you know, we have uh coach, coach coming back for Aurora. We'll see what happens with the assistant coaches. Right. But I think that's what you wanted to have. Right. I mean, like as a, as a coach, you know, like you want, you know, or as a mentor, right. You want people to just be better and kind of go and do their own different thing after they've been with you. And I think it's awesome. And I mean, you look at, you know, um, just think of it, you know, Aurora, and I don't want to like fully credit them in that sense, but the way that they have the impact of, of soccer overall, but mostly women soccer in the state has been immense in a sense, right? And we won't fully know what the effects are, but we're seeing it. Like, for example, you know, equal time soccer is, is expanding and now they're doing more coverage and doing more stuff. Um, you know, Isa, Isa Watch has been writing couple pieces for them and i think her preview piece of the tommy's was was pretty good like like i i literally she she i harassed her for stuff right it's like i want to read what you're writing and she's like why and i was like and i told her i was like it gives me endorphins seriously like watching you <laughs> see the game watching you write about the game and seeing things right and like analyzing i'm like pure bliss pure pleasure i love it also i'll tell you all this and the listeners we can end on this little point um past two weeks four states and i wore the hat pretty regularly um stopped at the airport a couple different airports just what what's can you explain your hat absolutely i can um had a conversation in colorado as well and then definitely had looks uh in both uh, nebraska and iowa like double takes you know so <laughs> yeah i mean the these players, even the ones who aren't going pro, they're going back to their college teams now across the U.S., um, Utah, Idaho, North Dakota, uh, Gophers. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, and, and they're scoring in their preseason games. I know like three or four of them got on the scoreboard for their college teams this past week. So, yeah, um, you know, you're you're seeing that kind of spread out and. And you'll see that Colorado with, with each of Iowa, these. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> each of uh, you know, each of the teams in this league, it's going to be similar. So, yeah. um, a lot more connections, a lot more. You know, where did this where did this player come from? And they can right. say, well, well, it's Minnesota just cool the recognition too. Like, yeah. e- either either they're curious and they don't know, or they're like, all right, got you, yep. <laughs> recognize. Which is pretty. Sweet. Um, before we take a break, I, I don't think we mentioned it last time, but um, the uh, in-house union uh, had reached, uh, I, I think they're, they're working closely now with the Minnesota United administration to come to some sort of, like, if I recall correctly, they, they're going to let the, the vote's going to happen, but yeah, they're scheduled no longer, vote. yeah, they're no, it's not no longer as confrontational, I guess if I can say that. So there's progress going on that. So that's a good step. We'll okay. see how long that lasts. But I mean, as we know, like, it, and as we had our guests on here, like the players had, I mean, the, the, the in-house crew has the votes. So it's, unless, you know, we have some sort of, you know, 
1970s, 1980s, uh, union busting, uh, uh, soprano type of thing, right? You know, that happens. And yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't think that's a situation here. So but I just wanted to give an update because I know people were asking and I totally forgot to mention that. So that's good. That's good. I, I will hold my tongue on the soprano style union busting and say, stick around. We'll be back for international break. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota football show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota football show, which is usually the international section. And we have, you know, lots of updates, but I first wanted to talk. Eh, not a lot. There's no, 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 right. because there's, a few. there's I, a, look, few. Just look, a few. Look, 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 look. I just wanted to say that I was able to, um, during the break, and I'll just prove it right here. Um, I was able to see what you were talking about. Those kits. Those mm. are sweet. Told like you. when you were talking about, you know, when you were talking about the kits in the sense of like the blue ones. Yeah. And then the green ones? I don't know if the green will actually see the field. Like that's just you don't like think their, so? I don't know. Usually usually you, you just got I mean it's tradition for the Canaria, obviously. And then for like a couple matches. But the matches, blue one with like the green, yellow yeah. and green. It's so cool. And it fire. Those are nice. It, those are nice. Like I yeah. I like I think when you were telling me it was like, oh, they got they got leopard spots, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. golden yellow. I was like, that does that really match the but I now forgot that about I see the green. Them, I forgot about the green they bring in. The too, green, is, the, the yeah. green and blue. Oh man, yeah. that's it's that's, that's fine. And if yeah. you really look closely at the kits, like especially the yellow, you can see the wavy stripes that you were talking yep. about. So it's like, yep, it's very subtle. Like the, the light yeah. has to hit it just at the right angle. Yeah, I always love it that Brazil tries to keep it somewhat original or like a throwback OG because the old kits usually used to have a button you can kind of like clip on yep. or like close it. and that's what they have with the yellow ones which is their, their original tradition so no yeah. prop props to props to brazil well, and these kids th- this they, this is pretty dramatic for the last i don't know probably two decades since nike kind of took them over like they haven't strayed too much kind of what you're talking to rodrigo and and um and there was some controversy over the blue one i mean like all of us clearly love it but there were some people like oh how, how dare you bring in the extra colors on the blue the tradition was just to be blue i'm just like Come on, they've been doing that for like a quarter of a century, longer than that, like a half century. It's been like it's 50 like, years, yeah. Yes, no. exactly. I'm just like, 50 years, you, you can actually start to bring in a little extra, a little color. And it's awesome. I mean, the fact that it's just on the sleeves like that is okay. so cool. So how long till you get a kit? I might get that one. I mean, I love my blues. But the thing is, though, I kind of made a deal with my uncle back in the day that I, we were he and I respectively were only going to buy kits as stars are added. So they have to win, which was, we were super, you know, humble brag. We were spoiled there for, you know, three world cups, buying new jerseys as they like, <laughs> won all the world cups. But then it's been, it's been a dry spell now though, for, for 20 years, for two decades. Um, but having said that, it's really fucking cool. It's pretty. That's a pretty kit. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I was impressed by that. And I think, yeah. you know, which reminds me, we got to hit up the days one day. And we just have to line up all the kit releases that we've had. 
and just start ranking some of the other stuff because like yeah but you know who has time right the devs yeah, have more time, time than we do so and engineer um yeah. let's do this really quick so we had copa do brazil i actually got to watch a little bit of this in my parents place in nebraska they have the uh what do i call it um oh i, I, I forgot my own pun hedgy um uh, Instead of Hedgy Global, I can't even think of it right now. I made fun of it. But anyway, it's the big Brazilian network. Um, so they so they were covering these. And so I got to watch a little bit of, I didn't get the Fluminense when I saw highlights. Uh, so they tied Fortaleza 2-2, two, 3-2 two, uh, aggregate. So Fluminense moves on to semis. The one I did watch was um, Alético Paranaense and Flamengo. Um, it was a really tight match. It's, it's just incredible how this Paranaense team is kind of like, shot straight up as soon as uh, old Filippon was a name everybody knows so he, he took him over and really kind of flipped the switch and made them like legit contenders for everything but in the end um there was a it was a nil nil the first round Flamengo wins this thing one nil and the goal is just absolutely spectacular it is uh bicicleta a bike from Pedro gorgeous goal well I, I put it up on the uh, on the Instagram totally worth going to watch it's just beautiful beautiful shot um, so they win it in dramatic fashion with a gorgeous goal. So good on Flamengo. So, I mean, and then the other one that was kind of sad is like Corinthians uh, 4-1 over Alecho Guayaniense. And that's uh, a 4-3 aggregate. Um, Guayaniense had, on the first leg, they were up. It was a 2-0 uh, Guayaniense going into this thing. And they just like let Corinthians like blast them, basically, <laughs> and win, win the whole thing with a 4-3 aggregate. So, you know, on one level, it kind of sucks for the one Goyaz team to go out like that, but they kind of shot themselves in the foot. They, they, they had the lead, they had the momentum, and they just sucked it up. Um, so you've got, like, the all-stars, right? Like, there's the – the the did I even get the semifinals in here? I can't remember the other team. But it's all the traditional big Rio and Sao Paulo names, Fluminense, Flamengo, Corinthians, and I know I'm forgetting somebody else, whoever else is in there. Um, I don't remember the other one, but it's it's another big name. Is it São Paulo? I don't know. It's up on the social medias. It is São Paulo. Anyway, yeah. So literally, all the big all the big boys with the big money. No surprises. That that's your semifinal right there. Um, just just to remind folks that may not know, uh, incentives for Copa do Brasil. It is a direct Libertadores birth. So besides just getting the trophy, um, you go straight to Libertadores, pass, go, collect $200, all that good stuff. So they're playing for some things. Um, let's talk some EPL stuff here. Uh, man, Arsenal. I watched this match yesterday. Bournemouth uh, ho hosting Arsenal, and Arsenal just like took them down 3-0. They look awesome. They look so good. Um Gabriel Jesus is just like exploding on that team, making all kinds all kinds of trouble for all the defenders, uh, opposing defenders, and opening up space for all these other guys to to finish if he can't. And many times he does. Um, uh, Saliba is awesome. I love watching that guy work and watching him play. He he got a goal yesterday, and my favorite part of this I put in, they do the um, the tequila chant, all the supporters, but instead of tequila. Da 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 da. Anyway, it's fast forwarding. Da 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 da. Saliba. It's good stuff. That's a great quality chant. Definitely not an Arsenal supporter, but you know, respect due. 
It's a good one. But this is like, you know, like the Arsenal in the preseason and the Arnold's Arsenal in the beginning of this this early season of the EPL was not extremely impressive, right? And now you look at what's going on and, you know, it's still early, but... Top of the table, man. Yeah. Top of the I mean, table. Undefeated. I'm pretty sure. I mean, if you look at right now, like, like you know, like a lot of people kept on always asking me, and we talk, still talking about the EPL. It's like, I was like, how do you feel about the Magpies this season? It's like they made changes. They're not being relegated. But when you've been relegated, like, you have, like, this trauma aspect of it. It's like, I just don't want to be relegated, and I just want to be playing in the EPL. And I'm uh, okay with that. But now it's, Goyaz, it's like, Goyaz mindset. Right. Right. And now, like, you know, like I'm like, I watched the Nottingham Forest is, is it was a great, like, I wish you could play them every week. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is cool. Like, I'm cautiously optimistic. And then, you know, and then today we played Man City, and I was like, oh great, we're gonna get our butts handed to it. You know, like five mm-hmm. minutes into the game, they're leading one nothing. And usually they go, Okay, well, this is a time where we just plug up every hole and we try to see it's in maxims and Joe Ellington and you know can get us a guy back in a counter. I'm like, if we get out as a tie, Holy one smokes. one, I think we could. I, I'm I'm looking at the final score here. That was a goal yeah. fest too. Dang. And so then all of a sudden, like at halftime, we're leading three one, and like Nubia literally tweeted this out. Uh, um, you know, like I saw the free kick go from Trippier, and like I literally lost, like my cool and. Yeah, because you know, like you're leading three one to you know someone who's a really good top team, and all of a sudden you're like, it ends up three three trip here gets a three, red. Three. You're like, you're like, hey, we didn't lose, we tied. You know what? Yeah. This is a different team. So like, my that's, hopes that's are a, res- a little bit up. Respectable but, you know, tie for sure. I'm sure when we play Liverpool, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna come down to earth and be like, let's just not get relegated, right? You know, it's man, it's weird, like. Yeah, I mean, good on Arsenal. It's, you know, it's it's almost like I heard I heard Arteta's uh, post match interview, and he didn't exactly say this, but like a subtext was almost like, you know, when we joke around with the Adrian Heath three year plan, like Arteta literally had a three year plan, and it's functioned. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of cool. Um, all right, let's do. Today we already Rodrigo already mentioned his uh, right. his Newcastle. I kind of got up and I didn't really get to watch it. We were joking about this before we started to record with my my digital TV antenna that does not cooperate with uh, Telemundo. But I listened to Leeds and Chelsea and really enjoyed it. Um, watching this Leeds team with uh, Jesse Marsh leading and Aronson and um, what's the other cat's name? Um, Help me out, the midfielder for the U.S. Oh, Tyler Adams? Thank you. Well, just watching these dudes be like such integral pieces of the team um, and constantly busy and constantly targets and everything. It's, it's really fun. Um, Arison scores, 33rd minute. Uh, what did you call it, Rodrigo? A uh, hustle play? Just it is. I mean, like if, you, if you remember the um, the Fragapane goal yesterday, it was literally that. You know, they were pressing. Uh, if you're going to be a team that plays out the back, you really have to be able to move your left backs, your right back. Everyone needs to move into a passing lane position quickly because that's what this is about. And the keeper saw Aronson running, and we know Aronson's literally just, you know, he's a train. He doesn't stop, 
right? And if he stops, he hits something, right? And then so he went to try try it and try to get it from the press the keeper. The keeper decided to go a different way. And Aronson touched the ball, put it in, just put it right in. Yep. And so I mean no look too. No just, look. Just, it was some, just, like, just some sauce. He's like, <laughs> welcome. Here's yep. here's my gift to you guys. And yep. that was his yep. first goal Beautiful. ever in and uh well yeah ish yeah. <laughs> you first official goal right yeah sure first sure. goal that we saw that came out of his foot right so i think awesome. that's in the, brendan Harrison scored in the 33rd right uh best part about this thing though is is jesse jesse marsh is like i love just like the wisconsin energy on the on the sideline like you got you gotta watch his his reaction he's he's, oh, yeah. he's just yeah. doing the thing like nobody can see me but big fists and lots of hip gyrations like not what you would see from an english coach at all <laughs> Well, not only Let's that, go. but at one point he slams a water bottle to the ground. Like he just does, like, yeah, you know, he's just slamming things to the ground. Like it's you know. cheese curd energy, man. I love yeah. it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, your your namesake Rodrigo also scores, gets the header, and then Harrison towards the end as well, like you mentioned. Yeah, just shut him down. Three nil, Chelsea. Um, I can't remember who it was one of the players all got a uh, accumulated yellows to a red too. So yeah, they were down it, uh, like the last like ten minutes. Kelly yeah, exactly. Koulibaly, yeah. Got a, they, got a red cutter in the 84th. Yeah. There were there were some tense moments. Like Chelsea was taking it to him at one point. And like the joke was now that Aronson scored, Pulisic is going to come in and score as well. He did come in. He did not score. Um, but they just couldn't get it together. And Lee's just owned the midfield from what I was gathering. And Chelsea just could not, you know, build well, those I mean, plays. I mean, he's building, you know, literally what, what Marsh is doing is he's building a pressing team. Right, yep. a team that goes nonstop, and yep. you know, you could, you could. I think, I think at the beginning of the season that works, right? But how long can you hold it? We've talked about this with Minnesota United teams. How long can you hold that press? How long can you hold that type of energy? I think sure. Brendan Arison never gets tired. I think Tyler Adams is in the same boat. But yeah, that to was the concern, man. Yeah, that was the concern because they because they blew it last week where they had like a two 0 lead and it was a two two final against yeah. uh, Southampton. I think it was. And I think that's that's the that's the thing that's going to be is like. Uh, what, what, how long can you hold it and what is your backup plan? Right. Right. So what happens right. if Tyler Adams and Brendan Anderson get hurt? Cause you're going to get hurt sometime through this season. They're going to have to take a game or two off. So what do you do then? Right. And, and we'll see, I mean, like we'll, we'll see what Jesse Marsh can do. I mean, I think, I think, you know, he is, he, he might be the reason, you know, one of the few reasons that more people are turning in to watch this, this, this team. I agree. This has to be like the biggest win of his career. I mean, this is, pretty definitive it's pretty awesome um yeah I'm, I'm enjoying the ride i mean as an epl neutral like i just tune in to enjoy good matches and you know now there's like a u.s based or a u.s coach and all these u.s it's mnt like, players you know, it's, all it's the jokes fun. Are, it's, it's added incentive i, I yeah. i'm getting into it yeah it's all the ted lasso jokes put together as one yes it really i was explaining that yes in, in in omaha we were having conversations about this and then I think it started with the show and I'm like, there's kind of a real life Ted Lasso situation occurring right now. And they're like, really? So I had to like do the background yeah. thing. Um, um, G oh. G yeah. uh, during the last couple of weeks, got into Ted Lasso and binge binge watched like in a week and a half, two seasons. Yeah. They're, they're fast episodes. Yeah. Like no. And like in the last, yeah. la- in the last uh, episode, you know, last episode of season two, She's like, I'm glad I waited this long. 
And she was, and I'm like, we're like, why? Because that one, I have to wait that much longer for third season to come out. Like you guys have been waiting over a year and a half. I was like, <laughs> like smart kid. It's like smart kid. But like, yeah. And, no. and here we were thinking where we we're going to get rid of Apple, but like now they're cranking all this good stuff. Like I cannot recommend Severance enough. You guys haven't watched it. it is no, good. you know what I watched too? Oh, I watched the really um, good the Tom Hanks uh, yep, war movie. The robot the one. Yeah. No, that, I haven't watched that one. I watched the other one. Oh. Yeah. About, about the warship and that was like i'm like that was really interesting i think tom hanks has some sort of deal <laughs> it's just like what is happening we went off on that return return to the different podcast sorry we're, we're leaving no, you're, everything you're good you're good i'm i'm uh, just uh kind of going through just, my recap for my other duties here. Uh, <laughs> let's let's bring it back go ahead let's bring it back yeah, yeah. Bring it back. yeah. um but uh great match yesterday um atletic mineiro just to remind folks they are the current uh, Brazil, Brazilian champs. They won the whole thing last year, which again, that's another pathway into Libertadores. They're currently in Libertadores too. Hosted uh, my Goyas. I, I did not have a lot of uh, positive uh, vibes or, or uh, <laughs> outlook on this particular match. It was, Atletico was going at them hard. Most of the match, I, I, I mean, Hulky is always a threat that that dude still looks incredible however old he is he's he's awesome i forgot that a name that will bring bells to you co-hosts as well as listeners christian pavon who used to play for galaxy wow he's um, there he's there and he's causing all kinds of trouble he is everywhere so so like good problems not just you know I mean, problems, problems for the, right, right. Exactly. Yes. Problems for the opposing team. I'm not sure about the off field stuff, but he, he looked, it was just scary. Like every time he got the ball, I was nervous about it. He was either going to score or create a scoring chance. Um, but Goya's defense were up for it. Tadeo, the keeper, I think he had at least, I don't even remember, maybe double digit stops, something like eight at the very least. He was all over the place. And so it's nil nil halftime. I'm like, look, if we can keep defending champs to a tie, sneak out with a point, that's that's basically a W for Goyazi Sports Club. We will take it. 51st minute, kind of similar to these goals that we've been talking about, whether it's the Fraga or or uh, Aronson. Similar vibe here. It, it's a total defensive miscue. Um, defender heads it backwards, thinking keeper's going to get it. Keeper is not ready. Um, Pedro Raul actually wasn't, it was the winger first, uh, I think actually sees it, picks it up. He's able to kind of body dude as he's trying to track back and get the ball. He beats him to it. Keeper is of course flustered at this point. Like, dude, what? <laughs> I was not expecting this back header. So he's way out and he's able to just like squirt it to this oncoming, uh, Pedro Raul who basically has open goal. That's your lone goal. And it happens way too early. It happens in the 51st minute, like beginning of the second half. So now I'm like, okay, great. But now we got to like bunker or figure something out for the next half hour, which they do. And it's just, it's just almost like the classic Minnesota thing, like bunkering and just absorbing all this pressure and all these shots and me just like, you know, squeezing a pillow, hoping that they can actually pull this thing off. And they did huge win. Uh, just, one nil is the final score, but that's three big points for Goyaz against, you know, again, the defending champs and one of these teams that's usually going for it. So I appreciated that. Shout out to uh, Peterson Roberto giving us the access. Vic's is, yeah, yeah. Vic, Vic's got all weird now. So like they, they changed their thing. So like the programming stuff is on the regular app, but like all their sports stuff is now on pay. It's like Vic's plus. So you got to pay for it, which is trash. Oh man. I know, but I appreciate 
Senor Peterson Roberto, Roberto gave me the access. So watch that. All right. I have yeah. have we reached the uh the international championship cup section of the podcast so we can bring us home. Yep. There. Yep, please. All right. So starting, you know, this week, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know what the women's international uh championship cup is. The four teams that were invited were of course um the Portland Thorns, who were the defending champions and qualified as winners of the 2021 NWCL Shield. The Olympic Lyonnais, who were the 2019 WIC champions and qualified as winners of the 2022 UEFA Women's Champions League. Um, this was the most exciting one for me. CF Monterrey, which is the Rayadas, uh, will be the first, was the first team to, from Mexico to compete. Uh, in this tournament and qualified as a Torneo Grita Messi Copertura Champions That's in 2021. Cool. And of course, Chelsea FC, uh, which uh, qualified uh, for winners of both the 2021-22 Women's Super League and 2022 Women's FA Cup. I, I really hate that this tournament comes at this time because it's overshadowed by a lot of different things that are soccer related. And I wish like it was given more attention like uh and like more like, better tv time slots regardless and it wasn't so quick because this is such a fun tournament like one of my favorite things so um you know let's just head out to the finals right because i think that's one of the things that people wanted to talk so the finals uh the third place match was portland thorns uh versus chelsea fc and of course, um, the final match was the Rayadas, which is impressive for them, uh, for Monterrey to make it into the finals. Everything was through PKs. I swear, if you want to look at the highlights, everything, this is a really cool tournament. And the Olympic Lyonnais uh, was in the final. And just overall, like if you look, uh, this this game, you know, the third place game was a Chelsea one nothing win over Portland Thorns. And then the final, the championship type of thing, Olympic. Lionel literally just opened up the gates. Uh, Horan, Lindsay Horan had a penalty kick on the 39th and just this beautiful volley that's making all the social media Twitters where like the cross comes in, volleys it down, makes it bounce off the ground, which makes it hard for the keeper to, to make uh, any corrections in the direction. It just goes right in. And then, gosh, it's so good to see Lindsay Horan playing. Uh, but also much better seeing them be in in a team that actually, you know, they, they can flourish and get better. And I just, I never thought I could see Lindsey Horan play better, but now I'm like, holy cow. It's like, that's possible. It's like another level. So yeah, I, wa- I love watching this tournament whenever I got a chance to do it just because it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm hoping that we move back. I hope there's more. This grows, right? We have a Liga MX team, a feminine team on this league. Um, I'm hoping, you know, hopefully with the funding, it gets, you know, you can bring another two teams, turns it to a six-game tournament. It makes it even longer. I mean, that's the hope. Uh, I'd love to see the Australian League champions come into this league, and I'd love to be able to see any other teams from another leagues. You know, I think that's that's going to be what I would love to be able to see. You know, maybe so the Copa Libertadores. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool too. So that was Chelsea that won the whole thing then? No, 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 no. It was uh, Olympic Leone. Oh, Leone. Chelsea right, and okay. Portland Thorns played for the third place. So Chelsea got won it. third place. Monterrey got second place. And Olympic Leone won the championship. So Where was this hosted? This happened Portland. Here? Portland, yeah. It was in Portland. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. We were all having a conversation 
like literally like our family was like if this happens in portland again i think i'd rather just make a trip to portland buy all these tickets and just literally have a weekend of soccer where i get to watch yeah. like, all these amazing people just play like cool. and then and then like it's the first time that like our whole family was like yeah that'd be fun like even santi was like yeah let's 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 watch women's soccer instead of you know the men patreon million dollar uh million dollar contributors please yeah. uh Please get to work so we can make this happen for the entire yeah. crew. <laughs> or, or we could just uh, do our, our, our associated saint in Portland. What is his name now? Petro. Uh, he's not over there, though. He's across the border. He's not too I know. far away. He's not too far away. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll help him finish that chicken coop as long as I can see <laughs> somewhere around there. Do All right. You, he, did, he, he told me he'd have the bunkhouse ready for us. So. Oh, right. see. Well, there we okay. go. Maybe we will do something out there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, you have a surprise for me, I believe. Something you want to show me before we get out of here? All right. So here we go. All right. Let me see. Uh, let me pause it over here. Yeah. All right. Let me put it in full screen. Hold on. Oh, not full screen, but at least screen enough for you to see. Hold so on. while he's setting this up, I'll, I'll give you the context. So please do. Uh, I was recently in. Omaha uh, a couple times actually coming and going from all the running around we were doing and one of those times I didn't even realize until our hosts were like oh yeah Union Omaha is actually playing right now not too far away I was like, oh well you know we're doing fam stuff so weren't able to go to the match but then apparently they played yesterday and Rodrigo is going to show me something cool that I missed so here it is all right here you go the gold heard around the world ready okay yep there you see the records and the point totals. Omaha with just the two defeats all year long as that long oh. ball bounces over Holiday's head <laughs> and bounces into the back of the net. What a start Amazing. for the Omaha. 8 seconds. 20 Amazing. seconds into the game. Who got the final touch? Who cares? Is that Kevin Pietro? <laughs> Who cares? Goal? Is that a goal and goal? I think it is. Look at them running down to the keeper. Notice the coach running Nobody down there expected too. This. All the way through. Just right bounce. over him. Holiday yeah, brought out. All about that bounce, man. Wow. There you That's see impressive. The watch. The you got to watch it one more time. One Omaha. more time. With just the two defeats all year long. Bonk. As that long ball bounces over Holiday's head Perfect. and bounces into the back now of the net. The coach, what watch. a start for Union Omaha. 30 like, seconds in. Everyone Who got Everybody. the final touch? Who cares? Is that Kevin Piedrahita's <laughs> goal? Is that a goalie goal? I think it is. And you can just watch the opposing keeper the yeah. moment he like craps his pants like, oh no. <laughs> like right at that moment, that bounce, he's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> and it just got worse for him. Herzog scored in like the sixth minute. They, Omaha ends up winning like 4-0, three Amazing. goals in the first half. Like within Well, next time I'll have, to, I'll have to plan it a little bit better so we can make a pause. So I, yeah, I, I, I could have... Man, so I, I missed a Union Omaha match, and I also probably missed a uh, uh, hailstorm, Northern Colorado hailstorm. I got I to gotta up my USL game here, clearly. But see, the, the funny thing about this whole goal was, like, what if you're the goalkeeper, like the opposing goalkeeper that got scored on, like, you know it's going over your head. Do you dive high as you can? knowing you're going to miss it, or do you run into the goal like they did? Like, what's what's your choice? Like, my choice is I'll, like, I'll jump and try to touch it. That way it looks like I actually try to do something. 
because running into <laughs> yeah. the goal, running into the goal looks just so embarrassing. I, I think just, maybe just... I mean, just racing the ball to the line. Yeah, it's it's useless. You can at least try to, you know, look like you're reaching for it. He's literally I would just, just like sprinting after it. I, I'd go full capitulation and submission and just like drop to my knees and probably face just line. watch it. <laughs> just right. watch it go over your head. That, like, that, will, that, will, that will get more likes up. and more clicks. Yeah, that, that, that yeah, might yeah. be the right way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take away. I take back my. Uh, I take back my suggestion. No, I'm going with Eric. So just, I'm just gonna just drop, drop to my knees and fall. Face, face and into fall. the turf or into the grass. Plop. Right. And, and wait. Then just, and then and pound wait the for grass. the booze or the yeah. or the cheers. Pound the grass. Comes. Yes. Pound yeah. the grass like yeah. you're angry about something, right? Like you know. That's uh, that's the perfect way to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, awesome co-hosts. Thank you, listeners. Uh, if you want to support the show, patreoncom show. And yeah, it's it's good to be back. It's nice to see you all and uh, do the thing here again. And you know, we'll do it again next time. All right, sweet. You guys enjoy a lovely weather. I will be. I would be coaching tomorrow, so that's going to be so weird. I'm still getting used to it. Congrats to you, man. That's super cool. I I, again, I've been disconnected, so I I didn't really know. But uh, that's awesome. No, I mean it's a good thing, and it's like also like a new challenge for me because like I know I know the majority of these kids, right? But there's a whole community like I have to set, have to get used to just learning names, and I'm horrible at names. I'm good at faces, but I'm horrible at names. And so, like, we had, you know, we have some things. It's a very young team, and I think um, just down the road, October is going to be fun for us. I think so, if everything works out the way we want it to be. So, yeah. Speaking of new challenges, I'm like starting school for the first time in a long time. And are you going to use that, so. the? Uh, the wait is it no it's not tommy boy uh it's uh oh uh adam sandler <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. madison yes billy, billy madison. madison are you gonna billy sing madison. that song as you're going to school going back, back to, school? to school back to school yeah don't forget your no snack i'm not back. yes yes remember your snack. everything it's all digital man we didn't have this stuff like <laughs> years ago so it's it's all different at, at least this way you can't get kicked out right you know well, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Let you know in a month. <laughs> if there's a way, Eric will find yeah. it. We'll hear it. Join right. us in four weeks. Join us yeah. in four weeks. <laughs> I mean, new, new podcast. <laughs> new Patreon content, right? Like, oh man! Right, on that note, I gotta stop myself before I get myself in trouble before I even do anything. Yeah. Ciao! Out of here. <laughs> Au revoir. Bye.